Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome to Sasa Asa. <laughs> Did I misspeak right there? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is no longer called Sideline Saturdays. If anybody wants to use that name, they're going ahead, but they're going to have to answer to us first and all of our money, all of our money, uh, all of our money greed. Man, what the problem? This is a different podcast name. We just came up with this. Mainly Dakota. I give Dakota like 95% credit for that one. I was working. I was in the booth. I'm telling you, this podcast is no longer called Sideline Saturdays. Throw that out of your memory. The last 13 episodes, that it's over now. We are on to new episodes. Of course, look back at our content. But this podcast is called Just the Casuals Insight. I'm your host, Jelani, well, co-host, Jelani Smith, 20 years old, communications major out of South Suburban College. Dakota Mitchell's also here with Jelani Smith. And it's going to be a new change for us. We have, it's not just that we are changing the name. No, this is not that. We're not going from 8 to 24. We're not doing something as, just as simple as a number change. We are also going to be a little bit more on the creative side with this podcast too you guys are going to see us really show our creative juices more and flow with this whole thing we'll have different segments we're not just going to talk about sports well we will talk about sports still a lot but we're going to have a lot more fun segments involved with this a lot more ideas are going to come to our head and a lot more um a lot more intrigue and engagement involved with this whole thing just to get it off the ground a little bit and just to continue to have fun and be more progressive with this whole thing for today though we're going to talk Pretty much all of the podcast about all-star snubs, since that's a big thing that's going on. Huge, huge, huge right now in the league. You guys have already heard from Bradley Beal, Devin Booker. If you have not, you can go on Google right now. You can check and see what they said. They felt like they've been disrespected by all-star voters for not being voted into the all-star game. As well as uh, Dinwiddie. Jalen Brown hasn't said anything, has been humble about the whole thing. I've heard Zach Levine's reaction to it as well. Those guys specifically, I know, are upset about upset about not being able to make the all-star team with with some reason for sure, but we're gonna dig into that. What me and Dakota's, uh, what me and Dakota's thought is on All Star snubs and who shouldn't and who should have made the All Star team, who deserved it, who really didn't deserve it as much as the next guy. Anything you want to really? Ah, uh, just things are about to get a lot more juicy out there. Think of like <laughs> zest, like citrus. That's how that. Imagine that when you imagine the podcast now. Well, we making pasta and shit. We gonna whip some. Uh, <laughs> like we about to whip, like we about to whip it in the kitchen or something like that. But just a casual insight, Jelani Smith, Dakota Mitchell, we will be right back. Stay tuned with us. All right, we are back on just a casual insight. We got Jelani Smith, Dakota Mitchell. And oh, yeah, by the way, casuals for people that do not know, I'm pretty sure everybody knows what a casual is, but pertaining to basketball or some of the stuff that we'll be talking about a casual is just somebody who when experts say oh he's a casual or insider or special insiders quote-unquote talk about casuals people that don't know what they're talking about people that just go with what the media say people that just go with the flow and what everybody else is saying or what they're watching and not really studying sports political politics social issues with a real with a real specificness a real detail to it so that's what we say we're so we're casuals to people like ESPN, to people like FS1, to people like any major sports network, we are the casuals. We are considered people who really don't know what we're talking about. But as you know, if we've listened to our podcast, we ain't really casuals. But it's kind of a play off our name. For anybody, for uh, we are going to be talking about All-Star Snubs. But before we do that, eh, eh, wrong answer. We ain't going to be talking about that first. I want to give a little bit of a book recommendation out. And I'm going to be doing more of that on this on these episodes. More uh, album reviews, more books, book reviews. 
No, we can't do podcast reviews. We are a podcast. We'd be, we'd be hella grimy. I, I mean, you could, but... That would not. be hella fucking grimy. Ooh, that would be hella fucking... That's a lot of clout we'd be getting off that. But uh, anyway, I want to do a book recommendation. I love books. People that know me, I'm an avid book reader. Like I said, one of my favorite players of all time, one of my favorite athletes of all time, really got me into reading books. That is Kobe Bean Bryant. And the book that I've read recently that I've really enjoyed so far, and I think you guys should pick it up, Jay-Z Made in America. And <laughs> Dakota was... Dakota thought the book was, thought book was made by Jay-Z. Made it. I wrote, uh, Jay-Z, I, think I made a book called Dakota. Like, I am the myth, the legend. Like, who I am? It's called Jay-Z. That, 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 that was funny to me. Jay-Z Made in America by Michael Eric Dyson. Michael Eric Dyson is a guy who is very, 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 very passionate. I would love to talk to Michael Eric Dyson one day. Um, if, I, if we could ever get him on the show, I would love to have Michael Eric Dyson on one day. But he is a guy that talks a lot, like a lot about um, racial issues in America. And with this one, he's talking about Jay-Z and kind of his his uprising from being a crack dealer to being a, the first ever billionaire rapper. Does he get his information like straight from Jay-Z? Like, did he interview Jay-Z? I think he talked to Jay-Z a little bit, okay. but he, he went I don't think he talked to... I don't think the insight is coming straight from Jay-Z, okay. but I think I'm he definitely... Like, yeah, he definitely did talk to Jay-Z. I'm sure he did. And he said he does in this, in this book. He says he does. What is it? Um, have you read the whole book? Almost done. Okay. Almost you know done. when it? You know right around when the book ends? It's like far as Jay Z's career. Like does it end in 2020, 2019? 2020. Okay. 2020. So this is no. This book came out in 2019, like toward the end of the year. Mm-hmm. This book came out toward the end of the year of 2019. So this is like about as about as recent as it's gonna get in terms of Jay Z information. And one of the big things um, about Michael Larry Dyson, like I said before, is racial and social issues. He talks a ton about that, and he kind of weaves it in with Jay-Z, like racial and social issues. Mm -hmm. But the main thing about it, I think we can get out of this book for sure, is hustling. Jay-Z went from a crack dealer, like in New York, straight up. A guy who was very- New York and Millie Rock. You see what I'm saying? Oh God, don't even get started on that shit. Do people still Millie Rock? Yeah, they just don't. It's like separate from the songs, just their own thing. They don't really say, they don't really mention the song in it. That song go hard, I'm not gonna fucking lie to you. But Jay-Z, a crack dealer too, the first ever billionaire rapper. And if you guys know rappers, rappers aren't really known for being <laughs> the smartest in terms of investing or their spending habits. So for Jay-Z to be where he is, it's taken a lot, a lot, and lots and lots and lots of hustling. And for people in any profession, it doesn't have to be just rapping. It doesn't have to be serving crack. We don't condone that type of stuff. If you're hustling on the corners, we, should, we tell you to get off. But whatever profession, whether you work in the radio business, whether you're a music artist, whether you're a basketball player, football player, baseball player, whether you're working at... Um, even even if you're working at Walmart, a grocery store, a restaurant, whatever, it's all about the idea of hustling and, con- and continuing to build for yourself and pursue your highest of high dreams. One thing that Michael Laird Dyson says in the book that is really, really important is to have a vision and to follow that vision to a motherfucking T. I'm talking about don't have like relentless ambition. Never, ever, ever put a limit on who you are as a person or what you can achieve as a person because Jay-Z started from the most humblest of humblest beginnings in New York with nothing but drug dealers around and not a lot of great influences to being the type of rapper and being the type of philanthropist and visionary that he is today. And I mean, of course, I know people don't like Jay-Z necessarily, but you got to respect what he's been able to achieve in terms of the money that he's made, the person that he's become, the people that he's helped out um, in the music business and in the community in general. So really, um, in terms of in terms of what Michael Eric D- Dyson talks about besides just hustling, he talks about, I'm talking about, he talks about everything with this with Dakota. He talks about, like, his feud with Nas, how, his feud with does Biggie. It, does the whole thing have Jay-Z in, a, like, a favorable light? Or does he talk yeah. about 
That's the one thing. That's the one thing I do want to say about this book. Um, one thing that he does, and I don't want to give away too of the book, obviously, too much of the book, obviously. But one thing in the book that kind of just threw me off was how he talked about Jay Z as the greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I have a problem with that. It was just the way that he came to that answer. It's just like, you know, because Tupac and Biggie are obviously, 90, Tupac dying in 96, Biggie dying in 97. Yeah. And he was saying how he sold more albums than them. He was in the game. Well, no shit, he was in the game longer than them. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Like, that's the only thing that like kind of blew me a little bit was just the fact that he said that Jay-Z was greater than both of them when both of them died. One died at 25, one died at 24. So it's a, basically a hypothetical to be playing with like, what could Tupac have been or Biggie could have been, you know, during that time. I get it. I get what he was going for there, but for them not to be on this earth for the past almost 25 years, I don't think a, I don't think a GOAT conversation or directing that Jay-Z is the GOAT is the right thing to go. Not just not just even Biggie or, or, or Tupac, but Big L died at a very young age. People like that, they're all, they're, there are a lot more guys in the rap industry, and it's a sad part of the industry where a lot of young rappers have died. But I just think that in terms of GOAT conversation, I kind of think of it the same way the basketball conversation is done up. Yeah. There is no GOAT because it's just, especially in the rap game, especially mm -hmm. in the rap game, it's a little too much. But he gives his reasons for Jay-Z being the GOAT. And he talks a lot, a lot about society. He talked a little bit about Donald Trump. You guys can read in on that if you really want to. He didn't talk too much about Donald Trump, but basically said that he hustles as well, but hustles in a different way that Jay-Z does it. But for anybody that's into racial and social issues or is a big fan of Jay-Z, which I am a pretty big fan of Jay-Z. When I first started listening to Jay-Z, I was not a fan. I was a hater just like everybody else was. But as I listened to his albums and I listened to what he was talking about, I started to realize like this, this dude's a good dude. Not perfect by any means necessary, but he's a pretty good dude. And I like the way he raps. I love his skills and I love the messages that he brings so for anybody that is big on any one of those things or just loves to read books in general this is a great read it's pretty short it's about 204 pages it's not going to take you but shit a week to finish or like a week and a half to finish does he ever come at jay-z sideways in the book jay-z side a little bit yeah. a little bit i don't want to give too much of that okay. but he's not completely like just i love jay-z like you know yeah. he's not all the way he admits his faults yeah you heard it here first he gets both sides yeah, he gets both sides of it he's, he's unbiased he's unbiased to a way i just thought that that goat conversation was a little bit biased but for the most part he's very he, he admits jay-z's own fault or he tells like oh yeah he could have done this better da, 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 da. but for the most part he's a good dude mm -hmm. so for anybody that wants to read jay-z made in america by michael eric dyson with a foreword by pharrell check out that book it, it could be it could be a life changer for some people and i've learned a ton of lessons from reading this book and we're going to be doing more book reviews on this show and album reviews too because i love listening to music but jelani smith Dakota mitchell we're going to be right back with you guys on All-Star Snubs in the NBA this year. Stay tuned. We are back with Jelani Smith and Dakota Mitchell and just a casual insight. We're going to be talking about the All-Star Snubs today. So who got snubbed and who didn't? I'm going to say Bradley Beal got snubbed, straight up. His numbers are better than a lot of the people that are in the East. As far as their numbers, with uh, DeBeo, Sabonis, um, you name it. Yeah, I mean, whenever we ever had somebody averaging almost 29 points a game, not in the All-Star game. You name it. But um, Devin Booker, that's an arguable snub, if you ask me. I don't think it's a straight-up snub because, to be honest, there are a lot of people in the West who really do deserve to be an All-Star, so he just didn't make the cut this time because his team is 20 and 28. And if they're going off win percentages, there's no way in hell Trey Young should be in the All-Star game. 
because Trey Young is only at points are only up a little bit above Bradley Beals, and his team is the worst out of him, Bradley, and Devin Booker's like record wise. His team is thirteen and thirty six, oh. while Washington Wizards are sixteen and thirty one, and Phoenix Suns are twenty and twenty eight. I think uh, Trey Young. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be an All Star, but I think Bradley Beal deserves to be one before a couple other people that are in the East. Um, Middleton and a couple other people in the East. Middleton, DeBayo, Sabonis. I think Bradley Beal should have got it over them. I mean, his team may not be winning, but if winning, having like a winning record is part of the all-star process, they got to go just straight out and say that instead of just hiding it because there's no way Atlanta Hawks should have Trey Young in there then. It's weird to me that they have su- they put such an emphasis on a team accomplishment when it's an individual talent game. So it's kind of weird to me that they. I mean, I don't. Um, contrary to belief, I do not have an issue with any one of these guys being on the All Star game. My position is firm. My position stands. Um, I don't want to sit here and be like Chris Middleton. You shouldn't be on the All Star team because Bradley Beal needs to be. I don't want to say. I don't want to. I don't want to do that because it's not like Chris Middleton isn't an All Star level player or Bradley Beal is not a or some or Bam Adebayo Sabonis aren't like that. It's just. I want to have things exp- as far as Trey Young goes. I feel like that. I feel like he. It, it, it's just backwards, though. Like you said, it's kind of backwards how Trey Young is in the game. Atlanta Hawks are like what second to last or second to yeah. last in the East or like the thirteen like, and thirty six. Yeah, thirteen and thirty six. And Bradley Beal is not in the game. He's averaging almost twenty nine points and six and a half assists. Trey Young is averaging. It's really popularity contest, if you ask me. It's popularity contest around here. That's what that is because Trey Young is one of the most exciting players but in the I NBA. Mean, That's really what it is. And, Bra- and the Washington Wizards don't get talked about. Bradley Beal doesn't have a very flashy type of game going on. I think it's just it's a popularity contest. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm saying that's probably what it is. Uh, I can agree that it's somewhat based on popularity. Like, there's no way LeBron James and Kevin Curry aren't going to be in the golf circuit yeah. as long as they're right play. But do you really think that um, as far as the East or West, do you really think that the Bayo or Sabonis are more popular than Bradley Beal? No, but those are front court players. You see what yeah. I'm saying? They do it based off. They don't do it off. They do it off positional requirements. They don't do it off of like who deserves to be in the game over this person. They just do it based off of. So we need front court players. So we add Adebayo and Sabonis. If it were just straight up like, okay, we don't care who's on our team. We just want the best players. Bradley Beal would have been on here, but okay, well I don't. Court-ish. If you ask me, Devin Booker. Um, that man, that's arguable. I was gonna say Devin Booker is more popular than Donovan, but that's yeah. Right, I, I would say I would. You know, some of it is popularity contest. Like I feel like Jason Tatum, and I, I love Jason Tatum's game. He's got such a very advanced post, very advanced like scoring game. But um, and I just, I literally just said I don't want to pick and choose between players. But we might as well do. We already if did. I'm being honest, if the one, the one that I would say I think Jalen Brown deserved that All Star vote over Jason Tatum. I love both of them. They're both going to be absolutely fantastic players. Um, and they haven't even hit their prime yet. And they're the third place team in the East. I read an article today. Um, just before we came on the show that said that Jason Tate, if they would have put Jalen Brown in the game, then the Celtics would have had too many all-stars in the game for a team that's in third place in the East. And to me, that's just stupid because if Jalen Brown deserves to be in the game, you put him in the game. It's not about, oh, they would have had to. That's how you know. That's literally the definition of politics yeah. in an all-star game. It's literally the definition of politics in an all-star game. That's stupid. You know what I'm saying? That's just, if, if, if Jalen Brown deserves to be in the game and I'm going to repeat his stats for like the 500,000 time, uh, 20 points a game, 49% from the floor shooting, 39% from three, averaging almost seven rebounds a night. That, that to me, the way he's played for Boston this year, he's been incredible. Now, has he done has he done post fadeaways and has he stepped back on people and has he dropped people off? Not exactly, but this is about play. This is about productivity on the basketball court, and Jalen Brown's been great this year. 
Is there any player from the East that you should have thought should have been in? Because I have four. Bradley I have Beal? three. I have three from the East that should have been in. Besides Bradley Beal, the only other player I think in the East that really could have got it. And if we're, this is if we're going on popularity, I mean not popularity, just straight that boy balled out when he needed to. Is um my boy Spencer Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie, I gotta get get a pair of Kyros. I think Dinwiddie can really play, and I think that um he really stepped up when Kyrie Irving was out. So I really think he deserves a spot. For context behind that, when Kyrie Irving was out, which was for a total time of 26 games, he averaged, Spencer Dinwiddie averaged 25 points and seven assists a game. Yeah. It's all-star numbers. Literally, that's the definition of all-star numbers right there. Um, I felt like Brad, Brad Beal, Spencer Dinwiddie, Jalen Brown, those guys should have been in the all-star team. And when I say expanding the all-star game, I don't want them to expand it to fucking football rosters. We don't need 53 players on the all-star team. But I think that in certain instances, especially this year, when there's so much backlash behind the way the All-Star team was picked this year and they felt as though Devin Booker and Bradley Beal should have been in. Can you expand, can the NBA please expand the rosters to just 15 players? Like on 2K, when you're making an association, when you're making a team, the max amount of players you can have on a roster is 15. Normally teams have 12 or 13, but maximum, if you wanna have a certain player, you can have 15. I don't see a problem with having, and expanding the rosters to 15 players. That way, Brad Beal, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Jalen Brown all get in. Yay, amazing, we're not all, disappointed with the all-star voting exactly and then Devin Booker gets in when much, he deserves to get as in. much as I think that could work I mean it's not like the NBA is gonna listen to like this podcast and change that and I don't want to like start giving out pity awards to people who I think should make it's, it but it's not pity though you know but what I mean if that's the case why not it. why not the other year give James Harden and Russ Westbrook MVP no I'm not saying that but an all-star game I just it's an all-star game that matters in the end though like when you look at like when you stacking up at the end of the career like let's say you stack up Trace McGrady and Pandy Hardaway you look at their all-star selections all team selections right. and I just think that the All-Star game it has to mean a little something. It do, but I think I think it does. It's just like, but you got to think about it. If a certain guy, like, do you think Damian Lillard should have been in the All-Star game when he got snubbed? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I well, then, been in the boom, game, but there, there you go. Then we, I think if you got to pick. That's like, it. If they're picking with their 12 people, I think they really got to say, like, boom, this guy or this guy. And you got to give a decent reason so who should be in life. And another, another reason I don't like it is because it's off somebody's opinion. And these people ain't, I mean, they call themselves experts and insiders. But based off the way they be picking some of these all-star teams, based off some of the way they pick some of these other awards, I don't know if exactly I would call them that. If one guy is an all-star and another guy is an all-star, it just makes it, it makes complete sense to me for them to just put both of them in the all-star game. Because just like how you say when they're looking at credentials for the all-star game, you could fuck up somebody's credentials when they really were a savage-ass player. I mean, look at what Brett Damian Lillard has done since, I mean, Sajan McCollum was out. You've seen what he did against the Lakers. He had 48 points. Dude's clearly been one for like the past well since he's gotten into the nba that's fair and i'll give you that much but at the same time i needed to be a little more heat behind you know i need to feel the sauce behind each player so if they are gonna i think and for pre preference wise i would rather everybody wants to see a one-on-one -on -one tournament in general in the mm -hmm. all-star break i think um the players that are at the bottom of the selection should have to play for the slot that would be I mean, I'd like to watch Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, Trey Young, Chris Middleton, one on one. They would, they would, um, like King of the Court. That'd be some Roman Empire shit right there. They might. They, I mean, look, I have no look. I, when it comes to that, fifty fifty on it. I definitely want to see a King of the Court though. I, I want to see that. that. I want to see King of the Court. I think. Uh, well, mm. before we get away from the All Star snub uh, mm -hmm. thing, I think Devin Booker the last two last year, I'm acting real light skin out here, just bitching <laughs> about everything, dude. Don't oh, double team. Lord. Get the fuck away from me. Well, the All-Star game isn't what I used to believe it was when I was a kid. Then why are you complaining about not getting in if it's not what you used to think it was? Just leave it alone then. Just be happy with your team. 
be happy with your team and with your maybe all team selection. I think he just wants to. I think just like anybody else, he wants to. He wants to be a part of something where, especially because you know, here's what I here's what I will say about all star all star game and basketball in general. Uh, you do a big disservice to the game of basketball when numbers are the only way we judge players. Um, that's if if that's the only way we're gonna do it, then we're kind of doing a big disservice to the complexities and the, the 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 discipline and the detail that's involved in basketball. So I want people to look more at the actual games and determine, like the actual film on a player. And I'm not talking about them little one minute clips or, you know, 10 second clips that you find on Twitter of somebody dunking or shooting a fadeaway shot or dropping somebody off on the, dropping somebody off with a step back. I, everybody, if you're going to, if you're going to comment on this stuff, like how we comment on this stuff or how anybody comments on this stuff, it's probably best that you watch the games and recognize maybe what Devin Booker is or, or Bradley Beal matter of fact since Devin Booker since Devin Booker is a little bit less on the uh fun side of things Bradley Beal if you watch Bradley Beal play and you notice his skills and you notice how good he actually is you know that even though his numbers are fantastic 100% great you just realize how great of a skill set he has and how great of a talent he really is and if you're looking at all these players you would notice Bradley Beal has a little bit more ability a little bit more talent than some of these players on here and I think they should evaluate players more on that than just a team accomplishment and wins or a number i mean it's just my point was that it, like it seemed like devin booker was acting super childish about the whole thing like oh as far as Devin maybe, booker, like if i didn't make the team the basketball team and then i was like fuck everybody in the basketball <laughs> team they're all gay and they suck hella dick like oh, no man. i'm not doing all that dude I, I, you didn't make the team and you have a problem with it that's fine but then don't go expecting to be an all-star next year because you talk shit about everything that was about the whole all-star game and the event itself d book has his um but i mean he Maybe they they asked him a question and he tried to make a point really about it. You know what I'm saying? He was just making a point, I think. It was just something like some salty, like, Kyrie type stuff to do. Like, oh, shit. like try to backlash, like, backslap somebody any way out. Or try, like, come on, man. Just leave it alone. Like, you didn't make the team? That's fine. You can say you're upset about it. But don't, like, talk shit about all the all-stars in the selection. Like, oh, I get this not what it was when I was a kid watching it. Like, dude. I wonder what he meant by that, though. Hey, he better you, think you, know what he, you think you know what Because I don't want to read into his mind. I don't really know what he meant by that. I just think he was, that was just his way of not straight out calling the selection bullshit before, it, like, but doing it in a nice way. All-Star game, damn near. Y'all starting to turn into the Grammys for me. Y'all starting to get ridiculous with this bullshit. You know, it really got out of hand one year when... And I don't want to disrespect dude at all. Um, because he was a fantastic player in his time. But remember when Roy Hibbert made the All-Star team? Yeah. And he, was, and he wasn't even averaging... I don't think he was averaging even 10 rebounds. No. Like, bro, like, that's the dev, that's really what I'm talking about. And, and Roy Hibbert is an excellent player. I don't, I don't think he... Um, he doesn't play in the league anymore. But excellent player during his time when he was healthy. But well, I, mean, I, I think it was because Indiana was first in the East. That's, exa- that's what I'm talking about, though. But if this is a game about individual talent, this is a game about putting the best players, best players, not the play, not the best players on their individual teams, but the best players in general together, then we can't, um, we can't do that. We can't do that. There has to be something different for in terms of criteria. That's why I have to say. That's why I say you guys got to watch these games, man. Watch these players play. I mean, do I think they messed up the All Star election? Yeah, I feel like they could have maybe made a couple better decisions. But there's always next year. I don't know. I understand why Devin Booker be a little bitch about it. I mean, D Book is 23 years old. He's gonna be. He's gonna get into an All Star game at some yeah, point in his career. But is. it's just like I mean, these last two years. Are you evaluating your whole career based off an All Star selection? No, but I mean, at the end of the day, that's what every. That's what he's probably looking at. Just what we do every day, or like not what we do, but you know, ESPN and FS1 does. They evaluate you. Based I mean, but off he's that out stuff. there. He knows what it's like to play like in the atmosphere. He knows that his team has been tanking for like the past three years, so. That's because the Phoenix Suns GM, <coughs> the Phoenix Suns GM has a rock brain. That motherfucker has a has a has about the brain the size of a pebble. 
and maybe like another fruity pebble in there somewhere. I think but just Devin Booker just seems like the salty type of person and he gets double teamed, loses the ball, but get stop double teaming me. Doesn't make the all star team, fuck the all star team. It's not what I used to it's not what I thought it was, you know? Like that just seems like some salty stuff. I wanna I, I, I wanna um I don't wanna get too I don't wanna get too much into that one on one shit, but as far as the all star game, I feel like they need to change criteria. It's about the best players on the floor out there. And it's not about, like I said, you're doing a big disservice to the game when you're only trying to bring up numbers or win-loss record. Like, if it's an all-star game, right, meaning individuals, best players together, why the hell are we taking into a, to, why are we taking so much into account win-loss record, which involves an entire team full of individuals and a coach and an organization? That literally, make, that just doesn't, that doesn't make too much sense to me. I, I mean, well, I see what you're saying. I personally think I don't. I'd be fine if they kept the current criteria, as long as you tell everybody, "Hey, this is the criteria. This is what it takes to get into the All Star game." But then some people. But then some people wouldn't be able to. Then there's no chance for Devin Booker a lot of times to get in because he can average 33, and the Suns are still gonna be maybe above 500. Maybe, like maybe. Put him on your back. Take it to the no, no. Hey, no, Russ can no, take no, his no. team to the playoffs. That's a different. That's a different no, team. That's but a different I'm just, roster. I'm different saying, roster. but it's possible. Give him a couple years, let him grow up a little bit. I think he can take that team to the if playoffs. They, if they grow up, if, I mean, if they grow up and they get better for sure. But you got to remember, um, what was what was it? The Thunder were in the Eastern Conference Finals. No, I said Eastern Conference, Western Conference Finals. They lose Kevin Durant, but you still have that roster intact. You know what I'm saying? And he brings, and that's the team that he has. So I'm not saying Russell Westbrook didn't go Superman mode. I mean, he they didn't did, just lose Kevin Durant. Devin they lost Booker. Kevin Durant, Serge Ibaka, a couple of. They had a, they lost Anthony Morrow. They had mm-hmm. lost a lot of shooters. They lost more than just Kevin Durant. They but they still Reggie, had, they lost Reggie Jackson. They still had most of that team in. They had a lot of that team intact. Like they had a lot of it intact for them for them going forward. Devin Booker is dealing with. Lottery pick after lottery pick after lottery pick after lottery pick after veteran that's just trying to get on the team. Like it's that seems like a conversation you need to have with the front office stuff. Like maybe maybe I'm done taking dog. Maybe I want to win games now. I mean, look, that, that's what I'm saying. Like Phoenix's front office is filled with a bunch of fruity pebble sized motherfuckers. Like they they're just they don't know what they're talking about half the time. And 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 for Bradley in Bradley Beal's case, John Wall is hurt. They don't have a they don't have like a true big man out there on the floor. They're literally playing with three guards and Ish Smith, Isaiah Thomas, and Bradley Beal most of the time. And they don't play much defense. I don't think that I don't think win loss record should have been he should be penalized for that. It's about what the individual can do out there. Cause it's the all-star game. Now, if we're talking about who who won more rings, I don't think Devin Booker and Bradley Beal can have a say in that argument or some shit like that. Yeah. But when it comes to ability actually out there on the basketball court and the skills that you bring out there on the floor, they need to be they not only need to be acknowledged, they need to be put in there. I mean, I think there was some, but I think that needs to be like a whole like revamp of the All Star game. Hey, hey, look. And that's that's between Adam Silver and his thing. Right now he's got enough on his plate with the whole with Kobe, Jersey retirement, um, NBA like having changing the logo and all mm-hmm. that. So I think All Star game can wait. It's not that big of a deal to me. Are I they? Think. Are they gonna? No, they're not. They said they're probably not. I don't think they're not gonna do that. Change the logo though. I mean, it's, it's had like three million votes in three days. So. Ouch. That's gonna be that's gonna be something special. That's we'll gonna be something very special. I just think deep hashtag, hashtag Kobe forever. You asked me, deep look, stop being a little bitch. If you want to come defend yourself, you're welcome to come on the podcast. Just oh my god, eyes, this is like the. I think you should <laughs> stop like bitching about it, dude. Like you didn't make the All Star uh... team. Pick up your strap. Go show us what you're gonna do next game about not making the All Star team. Show them why. Show us why you're not an All Star. Pull um Agent Zero or Dame Lillard. Yeah, I think Dame Lillard. Once he got snubbed, he dropped 51 on the Warriors. So, but I mean that's. 
that's the kind of attitude you gotta have about it. Not like it just seems like everything you do, like commentary wise, is so whiny. Like, oh, uh, don't God. double team me. I can't. Dude. I don't have handles like that. I'm not athletic. Oh, like, God. Or like, uh, put me on the All Star team. You know what? Fuck the All Star team. They're not cool anyway. Like, it just seems like that's the kind of attitude you come with. And as I'm far not... as the pickup game, it's more of a whiny thing. But I think the All Star game, he has a little bit of a point. I, I just think he should have worded what he said better because it seemed like it's really disrespectful to everybody who did make the all-star team. I, he could have worded that better. He could have worded that better. I'll give him that. He could have worded that Now, is better. he wrong for being upset for not making the team? No, I think he uh, he has a, a reasonable... He, he's, it's reasonable for him to be slightly upset about it, you know? But at the same time, I mean, is that what you're looking to forward to all season, the all-star game? And that's what I do want to... That's what I do want to... Um, that's what I do want to point out. Every person that's on the East, uh, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo... Sabonis, Jason Tatum, Ben Simmons. Congratulations, they all deserve to be in the All-Star game. West Reserves, Westbrook, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Nikola Jokic, Chris Paul, and Brandon Ingram all deserve to be on the Western All-Star team. I don't want to dispute that. One thing I do, all, all I'm saying is evaluate the games differently. Either you do that or you expand the rosters to just 15 players. It doesn't have to be a whole like, it doesn't have to, I don't want a, a hockey team out there. I don't want a football team out there. I don't want a soccer team out there. Just a few more spots because sometimes you have Hall of Fame level players, Hall of Fame level players, like a guy like Damian Lillard who gets snubbed and it doesn't make any sense. That's okay. all I'm That's all I'm You want to listen to Jelani's rules, that's what you do. I'm telling you. I'm so afraid. That's what you want to You want to listen to you want to me. Is Damian Lillard a Hall of Fame player? Uh, Right now, no. Are you? Ooh. No. Derrick Rose is barely a Hall of Fame player and he has, a Hall, he has an MVP. He does, but he, he hasn't done as much as Damian Lillard has in his career. What does Dame Lillard do, like, as Dame far Lillard as accomplishment-wise? Dame Lillard is consistently an all-star every year. He leads that team in the Western Conference to a top seed in the Portland Trailblazers, and they don't have as much. And you got to remember, another thing that's consistent, another thing that's consistent, you got to remember, this isn't, just the, this isn't just the 70s, this isn't the 60s. There's not 12 teams in the NBA anymore. The last few years, every one of these teams in the West has battled the greatest team ever assembled or close to that. So it's not as if they're just supposed to they're supposed to average 50 on the Golden State Warriors and be able to do that. There's literally there's there's limits to this shit. There has to be an understanding of this shit. And there has to be a little bit of compassion to this. Dane Lillard has do done a lot in his career. He's Individually, done a lot. I think he needs to lead the league in scoring, get MVP, get to win the Western Conference. How is he going to win MVP when he's an MVP caliber player, but they want to give it to other guys just based off popularity? That's all that. I mean, he that's what it is. The last three years, he hasn't played better than any James, of the MVP candidates. James Harden has been robbed. I can say to you, James Harden's been robbed of two or three MVPs. I know, but he... See what I'm saying? Like he they, hasn't even been in the conversation like the last five years. He hasn't been in the top five MVP voting. But remember who the conversation is based around it's based around a bunch of people who we're saying right now don't know what they're talking about i didn't say so they who, don't know what they're talking about i'm just saying he doesn't oh he, i don't i'm saying that they don't know i just what they're think talking that about. he has to do something individually he has to like finish like in the top three maybe people like paul george did he has to make an all nba team first team he has to win mvp or something like that or be a scoring leader right now as far as that goes the only thing he's done is made the all-star team Vladdy Divac is in the Hall of Fame. Why can't Dame Lillard be in the Hall of Fame? I'm not saying he can, but I'm That's saying what I'm, if the argument is Derrick Rose, you, the other day I asked no. you if Derrick Rose making all, and, you know, be, and I thought he should be a uh, Hall of Fame player, and you were like, I don't know about that. And but, now, but, but he has one MVP and hasn't been to the All-Star game ever since, of course, because of injuries. But Dame Lillard over that, over that time period has been on a tear. Ever since then, he's averaged at least 25 points and six assists every night for a top team in the West. I, mean, I don't think he... And like I said... I, there's some dudes in the Hall of Fame that ain't Dame Lillard. Like, they, they, no offense, they not. Though. That's just how skill progresses, though. I don't think DeMar DeRozan is a Hall of Fame player. But DeMar no. DeRozan has been leading his team in scoring, and he was the All-Star every year before this year. 
There's nothing wrong. There's but there's nothing wrong with putting God. There's nothing wrong with the Demar Derozan or Dame Lillard. Nothing at all. There just has to be a different evaluation for these players. There has to be a different evaluation for these. Like, but ungrabbable heights right now because Trey Young is doing shit that Steph Curry hasn't been that, like has still yet to do with some with like nine point two assists per game. And think about it. They're the worst team in the East, or one of them. Yeah. It's all circumstantial. That's what I'm saying. It think, can't be I about. I think he needs more in him. I think he needs to. I need. He needs to reach for the stars, Damian Lillard. I think it's, he needs to. Shit. Well, Damian Lillard get a first team, which I think he's on track for first team this year as far as mm-hmm. guards go. I think he even needs to lead the league in scoring one year, which which most likely will get him an MVP because as, more than not, the person who wins who gets the scoring title wins MVP. Mm-hmm. And then he or he or if he doesn't do those, he has to get to the finals. Let me get away from. Let me. Dame Dollar, I'm gonna need you to average 45 just so you can get in the Hall of Fame. Uh, apparently, he's that's not, what he that's what that's what because James Harden will not stop shooting. That's what's that, that's what's. I mean, he's done his, and that's the other thing about it too. You've seen the way he's gone off now that the ball is directly in his hands. Like, yeah. I don't have CJ McCollum to worry about. No, well, Rodney Hood's been hurt. He um towards Achilles, but. Now that you see what Dame Lillard is fully capable of doing, doesn't he look like a player that's like, oh shit, like. What first, we... He looks like a first team player, but I'm not going to call MVP. Oh man, if this dude was like this, the rest of if he was team. like this, if he had been like this without a CJ McCollum, do you know what type of numbers he? Oh my god! If he could do this for, but like, can oh he my do this god, for season? we'll find out. Nobody knows, but I don't. I'm, I'm I guessing thirty. Steph, I think if Steph Curry is playing right now, he's not. He's not first team. If Steph Curry is playing, I think if Steph Curry. Was, is playing. I mean, he was first team one year, two years ago. Who? <laughs> two years ago, he was first who? team. Dame Lillard. Dave, was he really? Yeah, he was first team in 2017, 2018. Over who? Over Westbrook, Curry, Kyrie. You've got to be kidding me. There's no he way had, he was he over played, first ball, Kyrie, played, Damian Lillard. He played great that year. I'm going to check it later. He played I, great, I promise. He, he made first team that year. He made first team um for point guard that year. I, I remember correctly. Because he, I mean, he was on a he was on a fucking tear. And if I remember correctly, the Portland Trailblazers were the third seed in that, um yeah, look look, look that up. Cause I'm going to hit the stats. I promise. Man, my guys, look it up. I think that's his only first team selection. I will say that. I won't say that he got first team any other year, but I'm almost like I'm like 95% sure dude was first team. Um first team in 2017-2018. Promise that. Um as far as is there anything else that I really is there anything you want to anything else you want to add to the conversation? As far as Damian Lillard? No, um cuz we, we literally I just got on we got onto a Dame Lillard um debate right there, but about the All-Star game. Um All-Star voting, All-Star game. I, don't, I like what they're doing the whole Kobe last like fourth quarter thing. I think it's interesting. It'll give um, Kobe a little bit of shine, and they're gonna do a tribute for him. I think it was kind of um, obviously it's not LeBron's fault, but I think it looked kind of lame for LeBron to give that speech and then go lose. Oh come on, <laughs> damn! I mean, Dame Lillard put up forty eight. I mean, he was he was tough. Just Dame Lillard though. Y'all had to stop one man, and y'all. I had... mean, the rest of the team played. I think Sage McCollum had nineteen, and I think um, damn it, I'm missing somebody. Who's old dude on? Anyway, somebody else, they, they play great as a team. They play great as a team. They play great as a team. Let's see. I'm just, sorry, we're taking a look at the stats. Yeah, wait, wait I want to see his first team. I want to see it. It'll be a first team, yeah. Okay, he had that one. He had the one in front. He had the one in 2017, 2018. And um, the biggest, the biggest um, thing as far as the players, uh, for me, I love the Kobe. I love the Kobe tribute, too. It's going to be an interesting. It's going to be really competitive, I think, with this format in place. Um... Yeah, I think I said everything that I need to say as far as as far as as far as the All Star game. I think I said everything. I think that's about it. I just I think Dwight Howard is all the fame player before Daniel Lillard. Hey, cool, fine, but everybody knows. He's playing in a different era. If, if Damian Lillard keeps with this play for a couple of years, then yeah, we'll see. But as of right he's now, not, like if Damian Lillard just died right now, he's not a Hall of Fame player, if you ask me. Man. Well, not died, but retired. 
ain't finna, man. I ain't finna play with that. Man. I don't. I don't. They it. have to. Ba- they have to base it more on what's going on with these players from it from a play, from a had, like, tape what, perspective. Like, a two, like three game season, like a three season breakout. I don't see it. Three season? No, he's been. Dane Lillard been on it since. But he's never been top three or top five in MVP voting. But that has to do. That literally has to do with people that don't know what they talking about. Like last year, Paul George, Giannis, and Kumo, James Harden all had to deal with the same thing. What, that? With the politics of people who don't know what they're talking about. They still got the MVP voting. Somewhat, but I mean, if you ask me, Dame Lillard should, I mean, that's that's fine, okay. But Dame Lillard should be in all, and y'all just, they just mess, they just, they almost like using previous years against him to stop him from being more in the MVP conversation. Because if you're consistently, and I, I mean, in the East, it's hard too. The East was, is a very, it's a very difficult conference. Well, it's a difficult conference to play in, but everybody knows how hard the Western Conference is. There's, there's legit like six teams that can take out each other. Yeah. And they're consistently, and it's not all him. CJ McCollum's done an incredible job. He's a hooper. Um, Nurkic, all those guys. But if Daniel is a top player on a top team in the West, every single year, then there has to be more talk about him. There has to be more talk about how good he is as a player. And there's been times where, he be, where he's lacking. And it's like, there was a time at the just, beginning of the season when we were looking at the Trailblazers and we were like, Carmelo Anthony obviously isn't the best player on the team, but he looks like the best player on the Trailblazers. Yeah. There were times last year where CJ McCollum looked like the best Trailblazer. Obviously, Dan was better, but well, Paul George looked like the best player compared to Russell Westbrook. Like we can, we, it's, it's for everybody. That's not just a thing. It's a thing. He just doesn't do it like, like he plays at a he, consistent level, but the level is not high enough for Hall of Fame to me. Man, I mean, look who's getting in the Hall of Fame next year. It's like. Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, and all like is he a Kevin Garnett level player? No. How do you know that? They play two different positions. Because they have look at what they've done. I, no, I, I pull, see, right you doing it again. You doing it again. That's who did he just he was playing with Rondo, Paul Pierce, I'm and Ray Allen. About I'm talking about like defensive player of the year, first defensive team, things that like he, all indiv- all stuff that doesn't all stuff all oh my god all accomplishments that are based off people with an opinion that can be wrong from time to time. That's just that's the word he's you gotta done live his in, court. I mean, Dame Lillard, sure, but are you gonna really base it on Kevin Garnett, I'm, I'm, a power just, forward who was six eleven? I'm not basing it on it, but I'm just looking at that's who's what you're the, doing. Who's getting the Hall of that's Fame next year? And you literally say, all, out of all people, Kevin Garnett, out of all the goddamn people, one of the best just, power, one I'm, of the best yeah, big men to ever play. He's. I'm just looking at next year, Dakota. That makes no sense. How are you gonna compare Dame Lillard, who hasn't even finished his career yet, a point guard at six foot two to six foot eleven Kevin Garnett? Who played in a different era, and was on a, and play and has a different style of play. You can't. Because he's. Not I'm, cool. I'm, just, I'm saying that he led in certain statistical categories. He was a rebound leader. He was a defensive player of the year. But is that? But, so every so, every so by your standard, everybody got to be Kevin Garnett to get into the to get in the Hall of Fame. No, huh? but if he yeah, did one of these one saying. time, he was he was an all defensive. Steph Curry's team never going to. Steph Curry's never going to get an all defensive. No, team. but he was a scoring leader. Russell Westbrook has not gotten an all defensive. He was a scoring leader. Who's his scoring leader? Yeah, both of them. Okay, so oh my. I mean, they led in bro, statistical category. Okay, so they, what's the difference between twenty-seven and twenty-eight points? Nothing. Whoever's in front, that's no, the difference. That's, that's the difference that's, that's, what's the difference between nine rebounds and ten rebounds? Is it really that big of a deal that somebody can't get the Hall of Fame? If your team loses by twenty, no, because Russell, point, Russell yeah. all, right, well, all right, cool. We could talk about we could talk about losing the accomplishments. Dan Lillard hit the biggest shot of last year on the Oklahoma City Thunder. And he continued. And he continues. And he continues to do that. And he continues to do that every single year. And oh no, he ain't just a clutch player. He dropped fifty. He's one of the clutchest players, and he can really ball. I'm not going to lie to you. But All right. Then what we, what we sitting here talking about? No MVP, no scoring leaders. He hasn't led the league in steals. Bro, so like, everybody who gets into the Hall of Fame has to be an MVP. 
I mean, not necessarily going to be people that have to be like that to be a rebound leader or a steal leader, no, or defensive player, or something. No, they have to lead in something, no, dude. No, 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 His no, resume no, is no, so no, bland. No. Besides, no, it's besides All Star team, oh, first NBA team, no. and then assist leader. Not assist leader, but um, he doesn't have to be of the year. do these little shiny accomplishments. Some of those guys were stat padding. Some of them, Some of them were, were stat padding. So what is he it? He can like, do it for a season. Because no, otherwise, no. he doesn't. He literally he'll just go in and out of the NBA like a Clyde Drexler, somebody who never really won. Clyde Drexler's a Hall of Famer. He is. Okay, what are we? What the, no. You, you want me to compare Clyde Drexler no. to Damian Lillard though? Clyde Drexler's. I mean, Damian Lillard's career hasn't even ended. Is it dude I'm even thirty saying, yet? I'm saying right now though. I'm just saying right now. I do not see Damian Lillard as being a Hall of Famer. So how do you? So I, can you pull back up Clyde Drexler or somebody else's right. stats from when they were Dame Lillard's age and tell me what they were doing? Because Clyde Drexler didn't have any championships on him before he went to Houston. I mean, and he didn't lead the league in scoring, and he didn't lead the league in rebounding. He didn't lead the league in steals. He didn't lead the league in blocks. None of that stuff. He's a Hall of Fame level player, though, right? Like, not. But did he get the, did he get in the Hall of Fame before he won a championship? No. He was gonna get in the Hall of Fame though. You can't say that though. He was gonna he, get in the Hall you, like, with his numbers. That's like if I was like take away Jordan six championship, was he gonna get in the Hall of like? That's like you taking away his like. But what? that's what I'm saying. They have to. You guys have to challenge. Not so much numbers because they're circumstantial. Like I said, teams and numbers are circumstantial. You have to go based off what you're looking at in the player's ability out there on the basketball. Okay, court. if you ask me his ability, his ability is no, it's not. It's better. amazing. It's amazing, but he's it's not. He's amazing. Not, what he does isn't special compared to who he's playing with, whoever uh, other point guards in position. He's not doing what he does oh, better than God. Steph Curry. He is. just he dropped sixty twice this year. That's cool. James Harden did it like four times. And last James year. Harden's considered one of the best offensive players to ever play, right? Yeah. When okay. We, so what do what do what are we talking okay. about? He's not at that level. If you ask me, he is not at that level. Oh my god. He is playing with an elite I set of point guards, and he is not. He doesn't do what he does. Isn't they're special. playing on different teams? And That's to be fine. honest, and but to, I'm talking about individual accomplishments. What about what do you what? MVP is an individual accomplishment. Defensive defensive player of the year, that's an individual accomplishment. But why do you have to win? Well, I'm saying, why do you have to win an MVP to be considered a Hall of Famer? It's not, I'm not saying just MVP, here. though. I'm listing out other things. Okay, well, okay, well, if that's the case, then Dame Lillard doesn't have to live up to these little expectations that you're talking about where he has to win an MVP. Clear where he has to win an MVP or he has to do this, he has to do that. He is one of the best point guards the game has ever seen. Period. That's it. That's the I end of the story. I don't know about that. That's the end of the story. Okay, if Dame Lillard retires right now, what has he done? Rookie of the year and first team once? An all-star he's been game? An all-star. He's been an all-star mostly every year. So Chris Middleton is an all-star. A... Is Chris Middleton a Hall of Fame player right now? But he's not Chris Middleton, and you know that. I, but that's, that's what you're, you're saying. Compar- you're your comparing skills are just, they're off today. Like, nah, they're, dog, they're really missed... bad. Is he Chris Middleton? No. Is Dame Lillard Chris Middleton? No. All right, so what, what is, what is but, we doing here? The all-star is not enough. Like, look at who was on the all-star game like two years ago. You just said Roy Hibbert made an all-star but game. But that's what, what that? I'm saying. Okay, so you're, you're exacting the same mentality that I don't like. I'm sorry then, dog. I'm because you're you. you're looking at numbers and you're not looking at how he actually does it or I'm what he does for a team. Does it at Clearly, a high Chris level. Middleton is not Dame Lillard. And I told Clearly, you, if he does it till that. Like if he does this for like three or four more years, then fine. But right now, I do not see him as a whole. And Russell West, and he's outplayed Russell Westbrook the last two years. The last two years, who had played, buddy? The last. Look two at who years. he has on his team, though. Who? But he has Paul George on his team. Uh, who did see him come Russell Westbrook? What's, yes. wrong, what's wrong with Paul George? That nothing. There's nothing wrong with Paul George, but that's somebody who has to give the ball up to. That's Dame Lillard has to share the ball too. <laughs> CJ Dame Lillard has to share the ball too. Are you really going really to disrespect CJ McCollum? I'm not like disrespecting that. CJ McCollum. No, you are disrespecting CJ McCollum like that. Stack Paul George and stack CJ McCollum. But we're not, stop comparing people. He has to do different things in a different offense with a different system. That's fine. You're not taking I'm, into account and complexities. You're just okay, doing stuff, running stats. Without by a me. doubt, CJ Dame Lillard has the ball at the end of every game if he wants it. And he and he hits shots. And that that's Big fine all the time. I'm not saying I dropped before. He dropped fifty. Dropped sixty. I'm just saying right now he don't got it for me. I, that's oh if it's God. my if it's up to me MVP wise I don't see I don't see Dame bringing it in. 
I, it, be, he doesn't have to be an MVP to be a Hall of Famer and All Star level player. He doesn't have to be an MVP. He doesn't. But he has and to be honestly, he's an MVP. Monumental. He's an MVP caliber player. He's not. To me, if you ask me, he has to do something monumental. What does he have to do? Something monumental. Put your what? name somewhere in the stat books besides just a twenty-six. Stop game. going off stats and go off what he does on the basketball court. We're supposed to be better than okay. stats. Tell, where? What has he done on the basketball court? He's done plenty of different things, and you're talking about the West. I see the West, but look at every other high point guard in the oh, West. Oh, Russell Westbrook's getting past the Warriors? No. Russell Westbrook Russell got, Westbrook. Did Russell Westbrook in the Oklahoma City get past Portland? How many years has Russell Westbrook led the league in assists? That's cool. That's, that's very nice. But in terms of success? Russell Westbrook's been to the finals. With Kevin Durant on the team. Did He's, Russell Westbrook, did Devin, Devin Lillard ever have Kevin Durant on his team? No. So you got to go but by he, circumstances and you got to go by play system and you got to go by different things that okay, guys are dealing like with on the basketball court. a stat court. machine, Russell Westbrook, is somebody who has good stats, but they're not a stat machine. They're not good stats. They're Russell great Westbrook stats. Russell Westbrook has averaged a triple-double. They're not good like stats. They're, stats. they're great stats. They're great stats, but they're not. And you've seen, what right Dame Lillard, they're not Dame, you've seen what Dame Lillard has done in his, done with the autonomy that Russell Westbrook had. You've Look. seen the 40-point point, point games. You've seen the 60-point games. You've seen 30-point triple-doubles. Yeah. So you got So if you know that for a fact... Then you have to understand what a player can actually do and be able to test that with your eyes instead of just saying, you're learning I, me a stat I'm that says... I'm not eye-testing somebody into the Hall of Fame, though. You have... Come on, bro, because that's better than that. I'm not eye-testing somebody into the Hall of Fame. Come on, that. You, you gotta of... know, bro. You gotta know that for a fact. Because if Dame Lillard was playing the same autonomy, the same self, self-sufficiency, the same type of responsibilities that Russell Westbrook was playing with, you'd see his numbers explode. But because he they has different explode. players on his team and a different coach in a different system that has something different in place, then, would you can't do scoring? that. Would he be How do, okay, so do you, nobody knows that, but you do know for a fact that his numbers are going to jump, don't you? They are going to jump, but I don't see And he's anybody, averaging 25 points to 27 a night. I don't see anybody besides somebody with a Russell Westbrook mentality passing James Harden scoring. Is Dame Lillard not a killer? Is Dame Lillard he's not going to put up shots? He's not somebody who's going to come and shoot the ball 14 times in a row down the court. Well, if that's his responsibility, if that's what he has to do, I don't know if Russell Westbrook necessarily wants to do that all the time, but because he understood that all the guys on here don't exact, can't do exactly what I can do after Kevin Durant I left, just, then he was like, okay, different. I got to shoot the ball. If Dame Lillard had that in him, or if he, not if he had that in him, if that was more of his responsibility, you'd see different things on the basketball court. Right now, you'd see different right now things. I don't see it. Don't you probably see, what, is this, what does this thing say, 34, 38? You probably see him average somewhere around there, and then you'd be like, eye-popping numbers. He's amazing, this, that, or the third. But because he's in I a different situation. And even if he averaged, he would have to get, you'd have to do that for a season. If he could average 34, 38 for a season, something more up there, then I'd be like, hey, you're an MVP, you're an MVP, a Hall of Fame type player. There are some players who don't get the same opportunities. But I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is he's a future Hall of Famer. But if right now, I wouldn't put him in the Hall of Famer. There are a lot of people right now that don't think Steph Curry and his career right now is in the Hall of Fame. Well, they're stupid. Yeah, and I'm not saying that they're right. But I'm saying that right now, Damian Lillard has not done enough for me personally to put him in the Hall of Fame. We got to debate. We got to debate some more people on this. We got to debate some more um, players on this show for this one. We got to debate some more players on this show. I just don't see it for Okay. All-star voting. That's about it for me. That's about it. We yeah. turned we turned that into Dame Lillard Hall of Fame credentials. That was a that was not that wasn't what we were supposed to be going for. But I think yeah, I said everything that I wanted to say. I said everything I wanted to say. Congratulations to all the Eastern all East and West reserves um, and all star and starters. I think everybody who got in definitely deserves to be in. Do I think there's some people that deserve it a little more? Yes, but we'll see about that. I think there's nothing we can do about that now. Yeah, nothing we could do about that one. Just the casuals inside. This is the first. Well, it's not the first episode. This is actually technically the 14th episode, but we're changing the title, so it's the first episode of Just the Casuals Insight. I'm going to go that, back and change all the titles, so don't you guys worry about it. <laughs> Just the Casuals Insight, Jelani Smith, Dakota Mitchell. We will be back. We'll see you guys next time for episode 15. We not, don't... We oh, still wait. got another segment, right? Oh, shit. What's the next segment? 
I thought you, like we just went down the list of podcast ideas. Oh yeah, we. Mo- Shit. You, we oh yeah, that's we possible. Gotta, we, I mean, if we like, if we are done. We got to plug Twitter, YouTube, and all that. Oh yeah. Okay, I gotta plug my gotta plug Twitter and YouTube and all that different stuff for people who do watch and for people that are new to this. We are on Twitter. Um, we have to. I have to go back on Twitter now and change that shit too. Uh, so do you want to like pause, stop the All Star segment, and then come back on with the other segment? Yeah, because it's gonna. It's we we gonna have to we gonna have to. I, I have to literally change a bunch of stuff around for from social media now. So. We'll talk. We'll uh, get back to you. We'll get back to you guys. Stay tuned. We're gonna plug all our social medias and whatever other hoopla we got going. We are back on just a casual inside. I am Jelani Smith. I'm Nicola Mitchell. And we decided not to just plug the social medias just yet. I want to play a little game here that's inspired by NBA uh, TV and uh, TNT a little bit that I thought would be kind of interesting for us to play. We are kind of basketball experts a little bit and we base ourselves on that a little bit. So I thought we'd play a fun game, a little who he played for. It's obviously two players. If anybody who's ever played who he played for, you're supposed, the point is you're not supposed to be like, who, does Michael, who did Michael Jordan play for? Or, you know, stuff like that. You're supposed to be naming very low-key players, guys who are not very well-known in the league, and you're trying to figure out if that person knows their, knows their basketball for real. Don't have that up to me. He's definitely going to fuck up now. <laughs> so, uh, should I go first or should you go first? Uh, I'll go first. Ah, shit. Okay. All right. Who does Frank Kaminsky play for? Frank Kaminsky? Mm-hmm. Frank Kaminsky. I feel like I'm going to get this wrong anyway, but the last time I remember it's Charlotte. He plays in the Phoenix Suns. Fuck? He's in the Phoenix Suns. Oh, yeah, he does. Wow. I'm not making myself look too good as an analyst right now. Okay, what's the next one? Uh, Fuck. Okay. Darius Miller. Ooh. I'm going to get this one wrong, too. Ooh, no, no, no. I think I know. He he played for the Pelicans. He doesn't play for the Pelicans anymore. Did he play for the Knicks? No. He still plays for the Pelicans. Why? Darius Miller for Kentucky. I thought he got. I thought he had been cut by now. Ah, fuck it. All right, I gotta stomp you with these two ones then. Okay, Dame, Dame Darius Miller and Frank Kaminsky. I'm gonna have to write that down somewhere. Matter of fact, hold on a second. Hold on a second, guys, because this is gonna. This is, I, I gotta go. I gotta go somewhere with this one. This is unfair. Frank Kaminsky plays for Phoenix. If he's not playing for Phoenix next year, then I'm gonna be mighty pissed. He better be playing for Phoenix next year. Darius Miller plays for the Pelicans. Yeah. I really thought so. There must be some sort of Darius or a Miller, Mike Miller, plays. Must be on the Knicks somewhere, somewhere. Okay, you're not gonna get these. <laughs> this one's funny too because he's actually kind of known. Thirty-two uh, teams. So I got a pretty added like a chance. Out of chance. <laughs> uh, who does Chandler Parsons play for? Um, Chandler Parsons <laughs> plays for <laughs> the Grizzlies. Nah, I'll give you one more guess though. Um, Chandler Parsons. Chandler Parsons. Chandler Parsons. Chandler Parsons. It's not. He's a big dude. He's not fun to guard. Uh, I'm going to... Mavericks? No. He plays for the Atlanta Hawks right now. He's not playing. I think he's hurt, but... That's not even... <laughs> all right, all right. The next one. This guy's actually playing right now. He's, he's plays, right. He plays Consider pretty... Consider it a done deal then. Okay, Damian Lee. Who you play for? I'm going to say he plays for... Phoenix Suns. One more guess. Charles Hornets. Nah, he played for Golden State. Damn. Damian Lee, Chandler Parsons, Frank Kaminsky, Darius Miller. I wanted to see how that would work out in the experiment a little bit. I didn't know that 
you know we should I was gonna I was gonna bring up a player from like another fucking country or something like that. I swear to god I was going to, but I'm like, wow, what I, I was about to name I was about to name Terrence Ross, but he plays overseas right now. Terrence Ross don't play overseas. He does. Bro play for the Magic. Nah, not right now. Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross, like the one that used to play for the Rockets. He's not playing. Oh, you talking about? Oh, you talking about Terrence Jones? Oh yeah, Terrence Jones. I'm Terrence like, Jones. Terrence Ross just changed his number for the Magic. I'm like, Ter- Are you talking about bro that got into a fight? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was fucked up. That was mighty fucked up. Um. Anyway, hope he's doing well in China. That was who he played for. I just wanted to see. I wanted to see how that. I wanted to see if we knew any. Because we consider. I, I consider myself kind of an insider I, on you basketball. Like complete like. No name players like I say, hey, that's what it is. You went, you went like last pick in the draft <laughs> players. Uh, I was giving you like Frank Kaminsky and fucking Darius Miller. Hey, Damian Lee be getting good minutes from the Golden State Warriors. Hell nah. He be playing a little bit. And Chandler Parsons, I, I, honestly, that Chandler Parsons one was for you not to get. So yeah, Chandler. Par- I didn't even know Chandler Parsons. Frank was still. Kaminsky was a giveaway. I was like Frank Kaminsky. He's not huge, but he's out there. Bro, I thought that he was playing for Charlotte. Still, I didn't remember that he was playing for Phoenix because I don't even see him play for Phoenix that often. And Darius Miller, he's been on the Pelicans since like 2K13. So I figured they had to have cut him fucking out. He's just sitting there. Jeez. Well, anyway, guys, uh, just a casuals insight. Like I said, we're gonna be changing the title. But it's not going to be anything too serious. If you want to check us out on YouTube, go subscribe to us right now. You can literally right now it's sideline Saturday, so um, so for for the especially for the previous episodes, those will not be changed, right? Or will that be changed? Oh, you're changing all of them. I want to just say like just the casual insight. All right, we'll say Jelani Smith. 36 subscribers to it. J-E-L-A-N-I Smith. You should be able to spell uh, spell Smith. Everybody should be able to spell, spell Smith. We are on Twitter and we're going to be changing that as well to just a casuals insight. So we're going to be so we're going to be changing some things around a little bit. No more sideline Saturdays, just a casuals insight. That will be all the social media platforms. If you want to check us out, obviously on Anchor, please check us out on Anchor. Enjoy the podcast. Give a thumbs up to the podcast, by the way. It's nice to know that we're acknowledged. Um, In the comment section, if you have any topics you want brought up or um, anything you'd like us to talk about. Up. If anything, if anybody wants to bring in, um, if anybody wants to come on here, like personally and debate with yeah. us front and center, going ahead, we can come in and we do call-ins too. So call-ins too, we do do call-ins as well. Um, Spotify, go check us out on Spotify. Whenever you're listening to your music, it'd probably be great to listen to a podcast, an informal podcast, by the way. We educate motherfuckers around mm-hmm. here, so check us out on there. Let if us know in the comment section whether you think Damian Miller is a Hall of Famer or not right now. Please, if he retires right now, not please. not Willie B, but if he retires right now, let please. us know. Please, because I really want to. I really want to know the answer to that question. We'll leave, like it up, gonna, we'll leave it up to the people. I feel like we're gonna get a lot of Damian Lillard hating here, and it's un, it's unwarranted for him. But it is what it is. Uh, anything else? Oh. Oh, also, also, should they expand the All Star votes? I mean, All Star yeah. game. Should they expand the All Star game? Do you agree with me, or do you say with Dakota and continue to uh, continue at twelve players on the roster? Check us out. Check us out on all the platforms. Apple Music, y'all some bitches. I probably shouldn't have said that, but that's okay. Just a casuals inside Jelani Smith, Dakota Mitchell. Stay tuned for episode. Is this 14? Oh, 15. Damn, yeah. I'm almost fucked up. I was about to say episode 14. Nah, this is 14 right now. Yeah, okay, we're on episode 14 right now. I'm really losing it. Uh, episode 15 is coming up next. It's going to be a really great show, guys. A lot more debates, a lot more different creative segments coming on. We're going to be turning up the heat a little bit. The juice is going to get juicier. Stay with us. We got. We're out.